0: The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media, trinitywebmedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast where we talk about digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Joined as always, Trinity Web Media co-host, co-founder of New Marketing Show, all of that stuff. I think I just said that in reverse, but we know who he is. <laughs> Kevin Everly. Kevin, what's going on today? Greg, hey, how are you? I'm good. I am good. I am under the gun on a couple of deadlines, including an internal one. We're getting ready to launch the new Trinity Web Media site that I think that we alluded to a little bit last uh, in last episode, but really excited about getting this done and getting a, a little bit of a refresh. It's going to represent our company a little bit differently. It'll represent our brand a little better and all that good stuff. So with that being said, how are you doing today? What's going on in your world?
1: Oh, you know, spring is here. Lawn care has started. For you. Out, outside music this weekend. I mean, things are looking
0: That's right. up. That's right. Yeah. Things are trending upward, as I like to say. So today did you have any topics in mind what did you want what did you think is a good good thing for us to discuss
1: you know it's funny we had a couple conversations internally the last couple days that i you know as typically where a lot of our topics come from and i think we should talk about the perfect
0: website development project Ooh, perfect or we can just talk about the perfect project in general there you go so okay well oh man that's so broad. That's so crazy. You know, in my mind, there's so much to that. So I think that first starting off, you know, the perfect project, I want to get on record right away and say, I don't know if it really exists, but working with the perfect client may yep. exist.
1: The perfect projects
0: a more or less an oxymoron to me. Yeah. It's a unicorn that we've all been seeking, you know, because I don't think that any project runs smoothly of the time. I don't think that every single, you know, I, I think there are so many unknowns to what we do, both on the digital marketing side, when it comes to strategy and content development and the web dev stuff. I think that there are just, there are so many different unknowns that we deal with day to day that I don't know if the perfect project really will ever exist for anybody out there, no matter how good the company is or how big the budget is also.
1: I agree. I think there's so many facets to any project and, you know, lining them all up
0: to be perfect doesn't happen. Yeah, so in your mind, what what are some traits of like a, of a perfect pro if you had to define it? What do you think you would define a perfect project as? What are some common traits that we see? Let's see. So, you know, I think collabor collaborative, you know, relationships
1: going to be part of that and, you know, knowing when to push back because it makes sense to push back or pushing back to say, Hey, you know, this is how, this is some of the uh, industry knowledge I have from experience of running a company in XYZ vertical. And, you know, as a marketing team being able to take that and package it with our own expertise, you know, in in the good of the client and the project, of course, I, I think that's number one.
0: So when you say pushback, are you saying pushback from us as a development company, or pushback from from a client side? I think it should go both ways. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. I think that you know, uh, you know, nobody. Will, you know, the, the old business adage is is if two business partners agree on everything all of the time, there's no room for one of them. I agree, and I I mean, and if people know you and I, and they've ever been in the room with you and I in an internal meeting or Seen us they we we do not always agree on things. No, we're on the same page for about
1: 25 to 35 minutes a week where we're recording this podcast.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, I mean, but but that's a great point. It's just like, you know, I don't want to work with somebody who's going to co-sign my bullshit mm-hmm. and just say everything that you say is great. Everything that you say is exactly on point. Every because because that's one of those things, you know, that's one of those red flags that I see that, you know, the project is mm, you know, kind of set up not to fail, but like it's one of those things where like if you don't get any input from somebody who's the industry expert in that vertical, I think that you are going to have, you are going to miss some of the key details and some of the key points either for that brand or for that industry or what, the goal. So, you know, we, we had a um, a wireframe kickoff meeting the, yesterday and what happened was, you know, We proposed 10 different points on the homepage and they gave us pushback on three of them. And the three points that they gave us were things that I did not know about their company, know about their brand and know what was important to them. But guess what? Now that we go into the development phase, we do know that. So now going into the dev phase, we're 10 for 10 when it comes to that design and layout. Yeah.
1: I mean, while... Our original wireframe wasn't a home run. The meeting was a grand slam.
0: Uh, I, you know, that's a great way to say it. I I think that, you know, I never go into any project thinking like, you know, we, one of the things we always say is we are going to learn a whole lot about your industry, a whole lot about your brand, a whole lot about your competition. Will we know anything the way that the client who lives, breathes, sleeps, you know, all of their stuff? No, it's not realistic
1: nor could we be effective at what we do if we, if we
0: ever get to that point in, an, in another industry correct so we rely a whole lot on outside input you know from the client when it comes to reviews and documents and the, the you know I, I always refer to it as the institutional knowledge mm-hmm. the institutional knowledge that they have within their walls to make things really really work so that's like one part and one trait of like a, a very very good project. I, I think once you get from that thing, I, I think that, you know, the the perfect project probably, you know, of course we already established doesn't exist. Do you think that the perfect client for your business, for the business exists? I don't think the perfect
1: client is the right for just a web development company across the board. I think it depends on your
0: team for your right client. Right. So speaking, so let's, let's speak, you know, in specifics and not generalities. Sure. So do you think that, for a company, you know, for either us or for another company who does, you know, what we do or so- something similar. Do you think the the perfect client for that brand, provided that they, they do good work, is out there and that differs from other companies and other brands?
1: Yes, I do think the, the perfect client's out there for, you know... the. I do think the perfect client's out there for us as opposed to every other web development company. I don't think the the traits that make them our perfect client is going to be the same that makes the other development company their perfect client.
0: Right, I totally agree with you. I think that, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer that every company is made up of specific DNA. And, you know, like Trinity has no competition because nobody's nobody in else in the world is made up of Kevin, Greg, and Nate. So what happens is the ideal client relies on that trait, mm-hmm. you know, and like what makes up that brand and what makes up that, that company.
1: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so, you know, to break that down, perfect client, perfect team we're talking about, you know, perfect cl- collaborative relationship. There's already three or four facets that we've covered, you know, just out of the gate here.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I love, I love clients who are willing to be collaborative. Uh I love collaborative meetings. You know, if you if you put me in a collaborative meeting, I have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Put me in a, in a combative meeting, I don't even want to be there because it's just you know. A lot of times, you know, I always feel like there are a couple of types of meetings. You know, when it comes to projects, there's the meetings that you have to have and that you know that somebody takes because they love taking meetings. Mm-hmm. There's the meetings that somebody's boss says, "Hey, you have to be in this meeting, so go to mm-hmm. it." There, there. Are, meetings that people like to have and hold just to hear themselves talk you know and then there are those other meetings where it's really like okay we have 15 to 30 minutes to get something done here's the agenda this is what we're going to talk about this is what we're going to get done let's do it you know and that's those are the the best meetings you know for me like i think that that you know the, the grand slam meeting that you just referred to you know, I believe that the whole running time of that meeting may have been 20 minutes. Yeah, And
1: I th- think it was less than that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was like 15 to 20 minutes. And it was probably one of the more productive meetings I've been a part of in a long, long time.
1: Yeah, there was no hypotheticals talked about. There was no, what if we do this or what if we do that? Both, you know, ourselves and our client were on board with a game plan.
0: Yeah, and I hate hypotheticals. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's just like that's just to me that's just like you know the only hypothetical I do know that is a value is like an emergency or like a crisis type of plan. Sure, everything else to me is just bullshit. The- so it's just like I I don't have time for the nonsense when mm-hmm. it comes to that type of stuff.
1: No, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, one of the the things you know, and admittedly, I made this mistake constantly early in you know Trinity's. Founding was, Hey, I'd love to touch base with you. Right. That adds absolutely no value checking in, you know, if if there's a personal relationship or, you know, something legitimately reminds you or, you know, shooting out an email, Hey, I read this article the other day, kind of reminded us a conversation we had a couple months ago that has more value to me than a checking in call.
0: Yeah. I want to be a part of projects. I want to be a part of meetings. I want to be a part of relationships that add value to each, you know, to, to everybody's life, to everybody's career to the brand and, you know, I don't want to make it all about business, but that's why I did include life. But, you know, getting back on a perfect project, you know, I think that even internally, if you think of things, right. Something goes wrong Mm -hmm. and something's going to go wrong. And, you know, uh, the other day, you know, I've installed, how many times do you think I've installed WordPress on a server, you know, and connected it to FTP and the GitHub and all the, the, the workflow that we have. Hundreds of times, right? The other day, for some reason, I couldn't connect to our server via FTP, la, 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 la. And it was one of those things where it was just like, what the hell's going wrong? You know what I mean? So it's like there's nothing – there's no no such thing as everything running smoothly 100% of the time. There are going to be curveballs. There are going to be wild cards. And there are going to be different things that are going to come your way. You didn't plan for you know some of it is going to be like you know we're in a situation now where we're struggling to get final pieces of content from a client. You know the other other times you know people question every single thing that you do and they don't let they don't trust what you're saying and everything is up for debate. You have to explain everything. You know which I do I, I do know that there's a lot of education is part of the process but the minutia of it shouldn't have to be
1: I don't ever see a reason to challenge a subject matter matter expert with little to no background in that field.
0: Yeah, I I, I totally agree, and I think that you know it's one of those situations where it, it it adds no value to the conversation, no value to the project. You know, one of the things that you know the traits in my mind of a well run project. Let's get away from the term the perfect project. A well run project is first of all, are we working with the right client? Sure. can we help them you know there's a lot of times that the right client comes to us with the wrong project and like like shit i wish it we could do something for them but there's not so that's a great referral mm-hmm. type thing you know other times you know other traits would be you know do we have clear goals do we have clear kpis and metrics you know do we know what we're trying to do are all the assets in order? Are all the design elements in order? Are, is there branding things that we need to hear of that we need to know about? Do they have all the content fleshed out internally to to get to us to go? You know, do we have the capacity to get things done on time? You know, we we worked with one client who wanted to have the whole everything scheduled. You know, from kickoff call. The wireframe call, 60% review, 80% review, and final review. Have it all scheduled on a calendar to make things easy for them. Well, guess what? We're stuck not even getting the content from them. And we are 10 days past launch where we should have been at the final thing. So we're so behind schedule that, you know, it was one of those things like, you know, I like to get all that stuff ahead of time because then, you know, developing and planning strategy around it, I see the pieces of the puzzle that I'm working with and I'm able to see how they fit not one of those things where it's like holy shit can you do this and then i have to go and retrofit yep. everything together yeah and
1: i mean you know instead of setting meetings you know for the next six parts of launch you know that for that particular client time is better spent digging and getting content yeah right
0: totally especially when you have to get buy-in from other maybe constituents or shareholders stakeholders you know within your organization and and we see that you know very very common when it comes to a nonprofit space um, you, you know, what are some other traits of a well run, you know, you manage all the projects, you manage the client relationships. What are some traits that you see that you like to kind of strive for when it comes to well-run projects and, and things that, what, what are some indicators that a project's going to go smooth for you?
1: Whew, that's a good question. Um, you know, clients who get exactly, like, you know, going back to our previous example, Clients who understand why they need to hit our timelines in order, or I'm sorry, their own timelines in order for us to hit theirs.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's gotta be a huge part of your man, your, your project management. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, used to have a friend who's was a, a high level project manager, Jana Knapp. And she would always say that most of her, 90% of her job is herding cats. Yep. And I mean, if you can imagine what it would be like to, to pull a room full of cats together, you know, it'd probably be worse than chickens. But yeah. I think that it's one of those things where it's like, you know, at, at you know, being the project manager, and here's kind of a question that just came to mind: At what point do you relinquish some control and say, "All right, well, the project is on hold. We will pick resume progress once we get what we need." At what point do you kind of stop keeping the the the, the boat on course? When, when it's
1: not in anybody's interest,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: if you can't meet a deadline, that's fine, but let us know. Right. So we're not constantly asking, you know, I really feel like my job as a project manager has two, two main roles. One communication between our team client, making sure everybody understands is on the same page, fielding questions when asked and some education. The second part of that is just taking down roadblocks before they become an issue.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. So like you are not only like a project manager and foreman of everything, you're sort of, you're a liaison also between, you know, manufacturing and, and sales and, or, you know, dev and, you know, dev and strategy and all of that, where that's, you have to really bridge that gap and deal with a lot of different personalities.
1: And in order to do that, certain things need to line up, you know, there needs to be mutual respect between
0: client and, you know, company. Yeah. And so I think that that goes back to, is it the right client to work with or not? Mm -hmm. You know, so like, you know, Trinity on the web development, WordPress development side, not everybody who needs a website is a perfect client for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not everybody needs a web, not everybody who needs a, a marketing plan and marketing strategy is a perfect client for, you know, our digital marketing side. I think that it comes more when it, I think it comes more about vision or do they buy into the vision? Do they buy into the process? You know, can we help them? Can we, you know, do they like us? Do we like them? You know, how does that work? I think that, you know, just that mutual, I think that that mutual respect and and that comes a whole lot from just liking who you're working with. You know, I read a quote the other day and I forgot who said it. I really wish I could attribute to them, but it said, never take a client that you wouldn't consider a friend. And if you think of it that way, you know there's a lot. There's a lot to that because you're going to be spending a lot of time with these people mm-hmm. over the next six, seven, eight weeks. You know, even longer. Where it's just like, can we really sustain a long-term working relationship? Trinity Web Media is very, very fortunate that a lot of our clients are long-standing clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of, uh, you know, like five or six come to mind. Yeah, and I don't think that that's by coincidence. No,
1: and I think it has more to do with company cultures than anything else yeah i mean you know a, a company whose culture is combative is not going to work very well with a company whose culture is collaborative
0: right and like at the end of the project i don't care you know like, like awards and things like that you know like we just won the hundred county new jersey's best web designer award 2019 which is flattering and stuff like that but in, in all honesty that's flattering, but it doesn't mean that much to me. What means more to me is the client success and the mm-hmm. project success. I've been on high end ad teams and high end marketing projects where that were we've won big Addy awards and like these big other awards from uh, different state and national boards of whatever. I don't know. That's how excited I am. You know, <laughs> but and little. To so nobody asks how the campaign performed. Yeah, and I was on the team for a bunch of award-winning campaigns. One, most notably, for the Girl Scouts of America, that was an absolute complete failure. And how does that make your client
1: feel while you're out there, you know, celebrating awards on their dime?
0: Well, I'll tell you what. You know, that, that's a whole nother talk show. But but the person I was working with wanted to go to the office with the award and say, thank you so much, you know, for, you know, allowing us to do this work. We won this prestigious award for the, your campaign. And I was like, I'm not going. And I think that's a bad idea because we didn't, you know, it didn't work. It was a failure. You know, it was like that. It was a, uh, an integrated campaign that just didn't work. It didn't resonate with the audience the way everybody thought it was going to. And there's a lot of story behind that. But anyway, it was one of those things where it's like people celebrate their own accolades and not, other people's. I think that one thing that I'm really proud of with Trinity Web Media that we are a culture of celebrating other people's accolades and you know we are a culture and a company built on other people's successes and through their successes we become mm-hmm. successful. And I think that you know I can't really I can't stress that uh, I can't really stress that enough. You know that it's it's definitely a byproduct of our culture that the, the only time that we are successful is when other people are, su- are successful and we celebrate their successes as much as we celebrate our own. And because of their successes, in turn, we're successful. And that's just the way what we've built. I mean, the coolest
1: thing to me was winning, you know, about winning that award was having our clients reach out and congratulate us. Yeah, exactly. You know, they were the ones who, you know, took the time to make, you know make nominations and vote and all of that, but then winning it, right. uh, you know, us winning and then saying, Hey, that is so awesome. You guys deserve it. Like that's right. really why we do this.
0: Yeah. And that's what, that's the, sorry about that, Nate. <laughs> Just banged the table and banged everything. But uh, that's why, you know, we're able to, to go ahead and do what we do. And that those are the traits that we look at, look for. So in wrapping up, I guess, I guess we come to the conclusion. We've come to the conclusion that there are, are no perfect projects. There are really no perfect scenarios. There are no, nothing runs 100% smoothly. You know, there are perfect clients out there for each and every company. It just, you know, it's within you to go out and find them. Do you have any close, oh, any closing thoughts on this whole topic? Yeah.
1: I mean, if anybody out there who's listening is trying to identify their perfect client, I really start think it starts as an internal exercise of understanding who you are.
0: Yeah. And what problems you solve. What problems you solve, who you can help and how you can help them. And- how much fun can you have with those people? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's one of the things Like we have some clients that we have a lot of fun with. Mm-hmm. You know, I can think of like three or four that we see regularly in a social setting, which is pretty awesome. You know, when it comes to really, you know, finding the perfect projects, you know, they're typically run with the perfect group, with a really good group, really good bunch of people and with real com- with common goals.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm always honored when a client, we wrap up a client late, you know, late afternoon client meeting. Hey, you guys want to grab dinner?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or or what are you doing? You know, well, you know, do you guys want to, oh, you're going to this thing? Well, let's meet up, you know, or, you know, a networking event that you just went to in Huntington County. that was a Cisco event and that you saw a bunch of clients there that you didn't even know they were going, but it was such a commonality that it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was really cool to be, you know both look around the room and say, Oh wow, we're all part of the same ecosystem and support the same
0: things. Even, you know, even though our projects
1: and our companies have very little to do.
0: Yeah. We operate on the periphery of one another. So, yeah. well, thanks so for another great episode, Kev, you know, uh, to get more of these, to get more episodes of the new marketing show, you can subscribe to us at trinitywebmedia.com slash iTunes. You can catch us a Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast. So we appreciate everybody out there who's been leaving reviews and everybody out there who's been listening without you, you know, uh, we would just be two people talking to one another. So I really appreciate it and we will catch up soon. So Kevin, thanks for your time. Thanks Greg. And thanks everybody for listening. Take care.